Sam? Yeah. I have some fucking amazing news for you. Oh boy, I can't wait. Dave Chappelle drowned in the Titanic, and I am now the funniest black guy in America. <laughs> so sad, yet so... And such a windfall for you. <laughs> I, I'll admit it. I'll miss him. Great moments. Great back catalog. I like to think that I'm going to remember him as a hero. Well, obviously I remember him as a hero because he drowned on the Titanic. Because he drowned on the Titanic and is now dead. That's where I'm at. But on the personal front in Weeaboo Hell, we have some amazing news. Sam got to go to Austin. It was fun. There was a lot of beer. A lot of beer. And evidently you said everything is really bigger there, like literally. No, yeah, like portion sizes, absolutely. Uh, parking garages, gigantic, ton of them. It's my knock against the city, in fact. There's just parking garages as far as the eye can fucking see. I don't know where... Maybe. I don't know why. I think it's because they don't have a public transit system. Maybe Everyone drives. People so you need all can these... live under the parking garages? Well, funny you should say that. The, uh, the Austin's... Uh, the, the Texas state capitol has this extension that is all underground. All underground. Yeah, they built it in the 90s. I don't really know why. An undercity is not unheard of in a lot of metropolitan areas. It was sort of a fancy urbanist experiment for a while. I shouldn't say experiment. We keep trying it. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. I certainly imagine... I mean, for the amount of time that a given person spends indoors, it can't be worse than a lot of options. However, it just begs for the worst kind of fucking slumification. I wonder if they built it because the lawmakers in Texas were worried that the Austin air was going to make them catch socialism. <laughs> like, I wouldn't put it past them to think that. You know, that's crazy because experiments have shown that socialism only travels through fluids. So, yeah, like you're not like, really achieving anything. As long as you're outside, you should be okay. Yeah, yeah, like just... Or, you know, as long as you're indoors with people who you know aren't socialists. And because you're a Texas lawmaker, you're probably <laughs> fine, fucker. Yeah, all you have to do to avoid catching socialism is get a little shot from... You see where I'm going with this. I guess what I'm trying to say is just the words, you know, fuck you people in giant, bold word art letters. But I'm not going to rant about that forever because something also happened my front, more minor news... I got to do a guest comic series in Power of Comics, which is fucking great. Hell yeah. I fucking love that thing. Like, Unwinder's hilarious. Um, Unwinder's totally unrelated to Shadow and Chug, the true creators of Power of Comics, of course. And that was right after I did some New Yorker shit, whatever. What a gay idea. <laughs> fucking comic. But yeah, I was in... I was in the New Yorker. I probably should explain for, for context, Sam has not developed a random homophobic streak of fucking Power of Comics as a parody of, like, 2000... 2000 through to 2008-ish or so? Yeah. That whole era of gaming, webcomics, your shredded moose, control of the lead, penny arcade, etc. And... Mostly the, a parody of the first two, I'd say. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But just, I had to just you know, mention a broad spectrum and amidst all the rank failures that died as nature demanded, I sh should mention the good thing that lived. Like it's, it is as continuity free as Penny Arcade. It is as, <laughs> in this case, ironically, so deeply, um, I guess you could 
just generally broadly prob problematic as a uh, shredded moose and it's not unfunny but like on its face it would be i guess as control alt delete how do you explain this how do i explain this i mean it's a simple um the best term i think is just a style parody yeah like it basically just takes a lot of sty the stylistic tendencies of those webcomic authors and just does, does a piss take it's yeah it's a great formula for fun it reminds me of nothing more than a sweet bro and hella jeff yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, basically that wavelength as executed by another person. It's not as surreal as Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff. It is a little bit more angry. Yeah, it's a little bit more... The original set of power-up comic strips are definitely fueled by a how-is-this-shit-popular like, how kind of feeling. how-is-this-shit-popular-I-hate-you-people-so-fucking-much kind of deal, yeah. And then, as the week were called, it took a bit more of a... Um, not surreal, but absurdist tint to it. Okay. It enjoys all of that. I haven't read all of it. It's a good time. It's a, I, this is a good time. I, I read, like, the era where... I read the angry era, that early angry era of Power Up Comics, where he... Amazing work. I, again, he could not believe that Tim Buckley got his own fucking convention. What would have to happen to reproduce the just conditions that summoned a, a Control-Alt-Delete convention? I don't know that it could happen again. I think that those days might be over. What a wild planet. Yeah. Anyway, after that, yeah, I was in the fucking, not the Times, the, not New York Magazine. I was in the New Yorker, and it, I know it's fun. It's fine. So, That's this week. though. This <laughs> week. I don't know. Do you listen to anyone's podcast listen to them jerk off about their accomplishments? I fucking don't. Like, do you really care about anything but what jokes I have and what anime hot takes I had? Like, search in your heart of hearts. I do wonder how many listeners we lose in those first five minutes where we banter about, like, baseball and politics and bullshit like that. Yeah, like, that's already on one side of the line. If it just becomes, you know, the great thing that happened to me recently was, I think that they will not only quit, but just start sending me some really creative letters in the mail. It's why I don't listen to my favorite murder. Bang. With that horrible thought hovering over my head... I'm going to just transition to our fucking review of the week. We read slash reread the fucking... Chainsaw Man! I love it so much. I love it. I want to make something like this before I die in whatever NYPD-related incidents <laughs> puts an end to my life 20 or 30 years early. I definitely had a high expectations for this thing, mm -hmm. right? It had been hyped to me. I was definitely not hype-averse to it, though, the way that I sometimes get with stuff. Um, I think it's because, like, the correct people were hyping it to me. Oh, man. I know that feeling. I had a friend who took the longest time to ever look at any of the sort of Douglas Adams stuff. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the sort of Dr. Hulock kind of type of people yeah. were the ones pitching it to the him. The super Hulock crowd, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's, um... You know, it's interesting that people use the acronym Super Hulock. I feel like Supernatural is a different breed of shittiness. Yeah, but it's all the same fandom. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the, the Super Hulock refers mostly to the fandom rather than the, like, genre. Ah, okay, okay. But, like, yeah, it's, it's like those three shit. I didn't come here to talk shit. I came here to gush. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, for the uh, uninitiated in this material... The basics are just that this is going to be... It really scratches the surface what it is, but 
Chainsaw Man is a supernatural action manga where people don't talk. Well, they do. They do talk. They talk well. well, They do talk endlessly. People shut the fuck up when it's time to fight. That's the important bit there. It's it's kind of incredible how that happens, in fact. Because this is published in Shonen Jump. It is published in Shonen Jump. It is a breath of fresh fucking air. I'm happy it's as popular as it's gotten because it deserves to be. Mm-hmm. And I guess its name will be blowing up shortly. I don't know if it's premiered yet, but I know it's getting a MAPPA anime. Oh, if it had premiered, we'd be watching it right now. You're and we'd be talking point. about that. Yeah, yeah. This episode will probably be, be like much later just because we'd be watching it. Oh. But since we have beaten MAPPA to the... Well, since we've beaten them to the premiere, I suppose... Uh, I am going to recommend everyone, like, get on fucking board with this. I am fairly certain that this has a very good chance of being big new thing. I would really love it if it was. Like, I... what was the last big new thing? Jujutsu Kaisen, right? Jujutsu Kaisen that is was the, the last big new thing, Big yeah. new thing, you know, proper noun, uh, in anime. And uh, I would have... Whatever problems I have with Jujutsu Kaisen... MAPPA did a very good job animating it, and mm-hmm. they're not going to fuck this one up because this one, ooh, the nerds fucking love this one, and I'm one of those nerds. Oh, my mouse tail is firmly caught in this trap. Oh, absolutely. And I'm still just loving my cheese and saying, bring death. It's fine. I wasn't using that spine. I got to, I fucking chainsaw man. I got to have my fucking cheese, man. So a little bit more about what chainsaw man is. Yeah. Setting wise, literally, I guess hell spo- world. Okay, so I, spoilers from here on out, just because I'm really bad at summarizing things without throwing those out like little candies. I'll try to be conservative, but whatever. And uh, it it is something of a reveal when they reveal the nature of the world. It comes it comes in like about like eh, ten or eleven chapters in. I want to say yeah. So the basics are that it's just about a youth in a almost impossibly but very realistically shitty situation. Mm-hmm who trips into, in a simultaneously disturbing, tragic, and hilarious manner. Actually, those three words are very good. uh, Overview of Chainsaw Man. Overview of Chainsaw Man, yeah. Trips into a kind of riff on a demon hunting scenario. But you learn more about the nature of the world and the people within it. And the standard sort of conventions and endpoints and motivations of that subgenre don't really apply. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is kind of a fucking nested trap. But what's important is that it's essentially about a youth whose goals have been reduced to just actually being able to enjoy basic material existence. And he just wants to like have a place to sleep and eat, you know, a decent meal and not really have to worry about where his next one's coming from. Yes, yes. And also, if he could cop a feel one of these days. After living in the figurative and literal gutter, he is just trying to enjoy being able to eat consistently, have the chance to touch a butt. (laughs) The protagonist's name is Denji, and his particular brand of dumb, broken, horny is... I think everyone can resonate with that just a little bit, no matter who you are. Well, he is preferably your of our age group, I imagine, but artfully arranged to be relatable as a protagonist. He's 
basically a great execution of a thing a lot of things strive for. It's in fact something that Jujutsu Kaisen kind of like reaches for and falls into a little bit of a puddle sometimes. Mm -hmm. But like just the idea of the simple hero. Oh, the dumbass hero? Yes, yes. But not only like the dumbass. There's there's a difference between like your dumbass jerk show hero and like original son Goku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the the dumb, good-natured guy. Yeah. Yeah. And this is closer to like that. Who just likes his friends. Exactly. Yeah. And this is closer to that. And I'm actually going to use the original Dragon Ball Son Goku comparison for this one because Mm -hmm. it's in my head now. And I think what they uh, sort of share is that they're both super relatable in their simplicity and what they enjoy, yet almost feel like aliens because of it at the same time. Yeah. But it's managed super well and I love it. That and strong action composition are two of the only comparisons I will use to Dragon Ball in this. Because uh, this is a more... Yeah, it, it, just, it is not Dragon Ball. It does not feel like Dragon Ball ever. This is a very different beast. For better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, for Although most... mostly better. Most better. This, this, this thing is fucking this great. This thing whips so goddamn hard. Every time an action sequence happens, I defy you not to have... Whatever, you know, your favorite, like, speed metal guitar riff is. Just sort of, like, start auto-playing in your head. The action in this is so well put together in terms of... It's easy to get caught up in the nutty shit that happens. Because the nutty nutty. shit is awesome. And the nutty shit is so fucking good, yeah. But all the simple things of art direction are on point. The way that the fights are paced out are on point. Almost all... The violence is also building towards some kind of interior character motion, which is the easiest, simple thing to forget, but we fucking forget it. There's this thing about this show that I don't quite understand, which is a lot of the time... Remember, like, way, way back when we were talking about Korra, right? Yeah. Uh, And I was going on about how the misgivings that I had about the inclusion of Mecha Mm -hmm. into the show... Right, where I kind of have never been a fan of this, you know, who cares if this is kind of stupid, it's awesome kind of idea, right? Which really kind of took hold, um, I don't know, I want to say at the beginning of this last decade that we that just ended, right? Right. With um, stuff like, on the slightly more acceptable end of the spectrum, like Sharknado, but like on the other end of the spectrum... Hansel and Gretel witch hunters. Oh, God. The fucking Van Helsing core. Yeah. I know exactly what you're getting at. I think the difference, maybe not even the difference, it might even just be a thing about approach, but when people say that, it's normally an excuse for things that are neither. It just rings hollow. It's an excuse, like, see how it plays out in wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's an idea that's achievable. In fact, a comparison I might use to its approach to action at times in its appeal is fucking Helsing. Which is fucking insane. And if you think about having a fight, something you might say, wait, what? But but it's fucking awesome. It's artfully drawn they or did directed. The work, they I did, guess. They did the work. It's a threshold you can you can achieve. It has just become an easy semantic dodge for things I haven't achieved either. It would be like saying, who cares if nothing exciting happens in this movie? It's smart. Because there are plenty of smart movies where nothing exciting happens. But if you try to use that fucking excuse to describe, like you could say, 
the imitation game. Someone might say, this is a boring slog through someone's asshole. And you would say, actually, it's a bit above your head. It's basically reverse versus that. It's a semantic dodge, as I'm getting at mm-hmm. most of the time. And, but to me, it's not something that cannot be achieved. Though, it's also sort of a problem to try to necessarily apply that to Chainsaw Man. Because there is this beating, angry social heart yeah, behind everything like in this fucking smart. comic. It's smart in a really very deeply angry way. Yeah. What would you say is sort of at the heart of this thing's central metaphor? Is it a frustration with violence sort of like in the 21st century as like this just normalized part of everyday life? I think it comes out as violence because he fucking loves violence. He's also concerned all of things like how poverty and international relations play out. So I think the easy catch-all term for what he's frustrated with is sort of casual dehumanization. Like, everyone is stuck in these little machines that just... They just grind them, grind them the fuck up. Yeah, they grind the fuck up to the point where, like, the vision of a romantic hero would look like just someone like Denji who's trying to hold on to basic human fucking happiness. It is, it is depressing how relatable Denji is. Like, he just, at one point, I'm reading this thing on my phone, right? And Denji has this line where he's like, every time I feel bad about things, I just try to stop thinking and just try to think a happy thought or something. You ignore all the bad thoughts and then it's fine. And then I send... Like a screen cap of this page to Denard, and I say, like, they're doing a gag here, <laughs> but this is generally how I go about my day. Generally, there are a lot of great beats in the comic that either comedically or dramatically sort of hit this point. Mm-hmm. And I. That lends something to Chainsaw Man that I almost don't even want to apply, like, worrying about the. It doesn't matter if it's because it's cool, because there's this whole thing going on behind all that, and that mm-hmm. is smart. Though, you know, one can argue, you know, not every scene is necessarily about both, which is true enough. We're sort of taking these works holistically. Yeah. Whole, as a whole, whatever. It's funny that we brought up Sharknado because there was a point where he rides a demon shark by right. I'm pretty sure that the name of the chapter is Sharknado. Fun fact about the creator, by the way. Mm -hmm. He is a huge American film fan. It comes out less in Chainsaw Man than did his previous work, but uh, it's just a... There you go. Whole thing, whole thing in him. A film head will probably catch more references to it than I would. Probably. It is very possible. I am only slightly more of a film head than you. It's a, it's a thing. It's a, I'd say a bit more than so. You got, a, you got a good head for that shit. The other interesting thing about this creator, and it's very interesting to me, we've been talking about how different and crazy and over the top Chainsaw Man is. Yeah. I read his previous thing, Fire Punch. Mm-hmm. Chainsaw Man is this crazy motherfucker sitting down and saying, okay, I'm going to try to make something normal. <laughs> I'm going to, this is going to be my pop song. <laughs> this is Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Basically, like, you have to understand that the first chapter of Fire Punch establishes that Fire Punch's main character is in this post-apocalyptic cannibal village where the main character has developed a fucking he has to keep rejecting incestuous overtures from his sister because he feeds the village by cutting off parts of himself because he has the power to regenerate this is the first chapter i was reading about fire punch it seemed to have a similar um 
Yeah, a similar relationship between its urine and its antagonist, from what I could tell. It did, and it didn't. Um, well, like they position it like in a somewhat similar way. They're positioned in a similar way, and uh, another thing is that the there's that running theme of fixation. Only, um, mm-hmm. I guess it's much more to the antagonist benefit than in Fire Punch. Spoilers, spoilers, spoiler, but... spoiler, spoiler. The guy has great fixations. Uh, probably one of the most just front and center, and not. It's funny for all the things you take a smash mouth attitude towards. Uh, Fire Punch has one of the more m- most prominent sort of transgender characters I've seen in anything, huh. and it's. I mean, they like outside of that one particular genre of manga. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay, as far as supernatural action nuttery yeah. goes, I guess Fire Punch has a unique wavelength for that, which is interesting. And I know I like seeing people. Represented, I think it's what Dave Chappelle would have wanted before he died on the Titanic. Poor soul. <laughs> oh, the humanity. Uh, I'm gonna get shit for this. My brother listens to this sometimes. Then, <laughs> uh, I was like poking around um, Negro Instagram, and I fucking. I should mention I'm I'm black. For those of you who don't know, I'm not just randomly throwing that word. Whatever. I was. Going around various ends of ages, and when that special came out, they were just comically effective. The king is back, baby! And I'm I'm kind of wondering, because Dave Chappelle is quite the back catalog pre-fucking Rowling-ing. And I kind of wonder in people's heads how many dogs he would have to fuck on stage to sort of eat through that goodwill. It's an interesting question. It's also a mentality Before question. Before he died, yeah. I had this idea of the sellout being, like, a really good, like kind of indie comedy movie and him playing Hominy Jenkins but unfortunately he's dead now <laughs> and cannot do that it is unfortunate and like the the sort of like Jesse Jackson nemesis character um or, or, he's supposed to be like somewhere between Jesse Jackson Al Sharpton, and Al Sharpton yeah and like um with a little bit of um the, the, the filmmaker who puts his name on everything um like kind of glurgy, Christian-y... Oh, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry, yeah. Yeah, like, like I, I, I figured that's the guy who you get Idris Elba for. Beautiful. Like, because, like, yeah, Idris Elba has a place in this movie, and it's not the place you'd expect. Mm, mm. I would enjoy your casting, um... Lakeith to support Stanfield, the... Gotta be me. Or me is played by Lakeith Stanfield, right? <laughs> to, um... Support victims of the Titanic accident. Um, subscribe to um, Extra Evil at SeymourEvil.com slash Extra Evil. All proceeds will go towards... The victims of the Titanic? Yes. Anyway, that being said, totally interesting addition of a sort of trans character there. And again, I'm just fascinated. Because there aren't a lot of creators I could say that Chainsaw Man is them sort of working in a more popular headspace because he is like this is a whole demon hunting thing in without spoiling too much about the setting he sort of baits and switches a sort of stereotypical jujutsu kaisen each world it's not that yeah but you, you could come in saying ah oh, here's some familiar fresh water he says gotcha bitch see that's another thing that that motherfucker said before he died on the titanic okay <laughs> Uh, one one thing that I definitely enjoy about the world of Chainsaw Man is that 
You know how, like, in Bleach, how this whole thing is hidden from the whole world? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, what happened is, you know, like, hell is real, right? Mm-hmm. There are devils. They're referred to as devils. And they're here. And one of them kind of showed up once and <laughs> uh, basically committed a, uh, like, a 9-11 times 10. <laughs> Ty- like... 9-11 times 10 spread around artfully around a few countries. Yeah. Just a, a real party. Uh, and I love that about this. Uh-huh. I particularly love, and it's always in the back of my mind. A lot of things. It doesn't ruin other things for me, but it gives me a free joke. Yeah. Like, I don't get that joke in Chainsaw Man. Because in this world, whatever magic force exists, the powers that be, the government looks at it and says, I will take four. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Just give me your whole stock. I'm going to back my car in, and you can just <laughs> fill the back up with that shit. I would like it to be mine now, please. <laughs> I will give you the lives of my citizens. I will give you all of their money, all of their health, and twice of their happiness. Everyone who elected me, who I have sworn to protect, you can have them. I assume it goes out saying that everyone that did not elect me, you may also have. And, you know, honestly, I've already put, like, the, the, the hands and toes of subalterns on the table, so... Eh, eh. Eh. And it not only plays a lot into the background, which I also appreciate. Like, okay, I, don't, I, I like a really well-thought-through second-order consequence. You don't even need to dwell on it. I just sort of like it being there. Mm-hmm. And Chainsaw Man has those both built into background and just a foreground plot. Like, a lot of what... Implicitly, the main villain's plot can only go as far as it does because the Japanese government is like... You keep doing you, babe. You are fucking killing it. (laughs) Which I enjoy. Yes. For me, the thing that I found sort of the most resonant was was the protagonist, Denji. Like, I've already, like, kind Mm -hmm. of mentioned this a little bit, but I wanted to kind of get into it. Was the protagonist, Denji, and the, the... he just doesn't want to fucking think about anything because that's hard and it hurts and he doesn't want to do it. He just mm. like, he, he literally just wants to have all these simple things and it's just not, and apparently that's just a really fucking big ask from the universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to understand and it's a beautiful thing for this thing's just thematic targets. In a world where comics good and bad, your protagonists want to do things like destroy Super King Devil or become King of the Vikings or become President Ninja. Yeah. Our protagonist wants to eat food regularly. Be able to have the opportunity, not the guarantee, the opportunity opportunity to touch a butt. To live most of his time... Outside of the rain. It'd be cool. To, it'd be cool. And to not be murdered. <laughs> and you have a setting that it says, Nah, dog. <laughs> so I heard what you're saying. What if you had to fight Hell's concept of infinity? Good luck, homie. Give us a high five. You got this. We believe in you. All right. <laughs> yes. And so getting back to what you were talking about, just the way in which the world has been kind of shaped by all this i i kind of love like this sort of just general sense of unease and terror that is present sort of in the world that these characters sort of inhabit like it is for 
different reasons than there is a sense of unease and terror present in the world today, especially the the pre-COVID world, right? Uh, when, like, just every couple of days, you just had to offer your thoughts and prayers. Chainsaw Man has the opposite of that thing I hate about almost every fantasy and sci-fi comedy that gets greenlit. Mm-hmm. Uh, just people sitting off the newspaper. Oh, well, looks like there's another dragon attack today. Uh, who really cares? Wank, 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 jizz in own hands, whatever. Yeah. I'm not an Orville fan. I'm not an Orville fan. <laughs> I'm not an Orville fan. Uh, well, Seth MacFarlane has a beautiful voice. I'll give him that. Chainsaw Man remembers, you know what's really fucking funny? Earnest human terror. <laughs> And the civilian reaction of, oh my god, it's happening again. <laughs> it's, it's fucking great. I, I, I should point to this series and its reaction shots. And they're like, they're, I'm not going to say that they're poorly drawn, but they're drawn in this way that is like <laughs> kind of stiff and, and like almost like a drawn to be intentionally, unintentionally funny, I guess you could say. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of, like, the scene, I guess I'll obliquely refer to it, the scene in the car. Yes. Or <laughs> a couple of characters, horrified by something, have this, what appears to be intentionally, extremely stiff expression on their face as they react in horror, like, utter fucking horror to something that has just happened. And that is kind of a recurring thing. And <laughs> now I'm remembering the fucking burger guy's head. When the mappa of this comes out, because they've shown, like, competence of comic acuity. We, we gushed about, like, the God of High School's opening gag. Yeah. When the mappa anime of Chainsaw Man comes out, it's going to be a generation of avatars and reaction images that come from this thing. Yes. Uh, there's, there's just a wealth of expressions it's 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 a very it's a very alive series i guess you could say it is a very very alive series sort of like actually i could i could kind of compare it to attack on titan a little bit you know how attack on titan like everyone's got those sunken fucking eyes because of the world they fucking live in yeah <laughs> oh man mikasa eyes i fucking love it it's something like that but, like, he's doing his own thing, but it's the closest thing that I can think of to compare it to. It's just the the way everything feels colored by its events and content is present in Chainsaw Man, and it's it's good shit. It's good shit. And I have to tell you that its sense of humor is right the fuck where I am at. Like, yeah, it's got... right there. You Some people say, you know, all art is informed by its times, and yeah, whatever, but... This is very effectively and pleasantly and unmistakably informed by just the time it was created and that feeling of being worn down and shuffling to work and what have you. Like, almost a degree of, like, the fucking, like, movie American Psycho or something. It is that much... Oh, I mean, this is Burnout Core, certainly. Burnout Core? <laughs> yeah. This this comic gets that in a... And uh, it expressed, I don't know, for, for, it expresses it in an interesting way, given that this is a fighting series about a dude who has a chainsaw for a head and arms and legs also. Which, 
now that I think about it, because I'm talking about the strengths of the series, and we talked about the sort of emotional, intellectual heart behind it, which is there and resonant and well done. So I think I have not given enough time to the fact that it kicks fucking ass. Oh, it's so fucking sick. It's really fucking cool. Do you like Devil May Cry? <laughs> it's, it is riding that emotional wavelength the entire time. Like, imagine if fucking Nam Chomsky said this party's getting crazy. <laughs> That's what Chainsaw Man is like. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm imagining, like, Slavaj just showing up in the middle of the park <laughs> and slams a fucking 40 under the goddamn ground. <laughs> The other trait of Earth fascism is getting its shit kicked in. Revs chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. By the way, the way this thing sort of treats the guy learning to use his powers, I think he might be... The wavelength of it, I feel like he is a... I don't want to say closet, because I think he refers this kind of shit in fucking Fire Punch. But like, cape shithead... Could very well be. I wasn't thinking about that while I was reading it. This is a strength of it, I'm referring yeah. to. Like it, there's a non-tiresome how-do-I-shot-web progression in which... I won't spoil particular spots because I love this fucking comic. Mm-hmm. But, like anyone, as Chainsaw Man, he starts out thinking, Okay, I have chainsaws on my arms, I guess I'll just work with that. <laughs> and it goes places. It does. One thing that I'd like to mention, and I, I, I don't know how I can talk about this without sort of spoiling things. So. All right, everyone. So, you know what? I'm just going to say from here on the episode, we're at spoilers depth two. We're just going to talk about specific shit now, freely and openly. Yeah. All right. So, well, like three quarters of the way through, you know, having spent all this time thinking like, okay, yeah, the gun devil. Yeah. Big bad guy. Uh, that's That's the thing. That's the problem right there. Mm-hmm. That, like, him right there. This guy. Uh, and then... No, actually. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it is, in fact, interests. Very powerful interests that are the problem. Yep. The point in fucking Chainsaw Man, where after having, like... You know, you're sort of imagining this Ganon on his throne gun devil situation is is where this is headed. Who never actually utters a single line throughout the entire thing. At all. Not one. Then just, ha ha, the same institutions have been fucking with you your entire life are here. Right, like the history of society. (laughs) Mankind still has not figured out a better system than handing power to power-hungry assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you just have to imagine just... The, whatever, seven wealthiest people on the planet is looking down and saying, hey, interesting magic system you've got in there. <laughs> Shame if it fell through the hand of power-hungry sociopaths. Yeah, I remember you were saying that this is the punk rock to Helsing's metal, and there is uh, there is something to be fucking said for that. Yeah, that would be my uh, one-liner summation for it. Yeah. Leaders in any sense, in any, like... Elected leaders or, you know, people high up in the government or high up in corporations or any sort of, like, people with authority are never portrayed very flatteringly in this thing at all. (laughs) And you start to, you start to wonder if maybe, uh, if maybe the author doesn't have one or two ideas about the way things have fucking been forever and they still won't, they still won't fucking change. 
even throughout everything. I am so impressed. Chainsaw Man basically takes a Milu and subgenre and almost approach to like this whole super fucking natural and action thing, particularly Demon Devils. That had started to feel so tired in my head. I basically thought Demon Slayer was going to be the last good thing with this thing's keywords that I saw for some time. And Chainsaw Man said, no, strap in, motherfucker. <laughs> I love Demon Slayer, and I love Chainsaw Man, and I love how extremely fucking different they are. Incredibly, yeah. Like, they could not be more different series, even though they are both, like, of the genre of, you know, supernatural shonen action, right? Mm-hmm. And they certainly have very different stories to tell and, you know, places where, you know, their heart is, I guess. They're also both spooky-ass shonen. Which true. has... I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit. Has kind of had its day. Yeah. Um, and do we credit Attack on Titan with that, too? It was a big fucking deal. And I swear to God, it's not just me being a stan. So it felt like supernatural action, like, agnostically, whatever took its place. I mean, just spooky ass show. You know what I fucking mean? The, yeah. You know, that, whole, that whole axis. Like, when did it, it felt get like it was. It felt like it was on a natural decline from its sort of peak revving up from the sort of big three shonen era. Yeah. To the present. Like, something, whatever the next big thing was, which was, ended up being Attack on Titan, so uh-huh. you couldn't that way credit it. So I'm not saying like haha everyone saw Attack on Titan was sweet and th- then they would stop doing this shit like it was gl- like it was fucking glam rock and 9 inch nails or something. Uh-huh. I love you Trent. But uh <laughs> love you t- love you so much Trent. But in the sort of timeline it got the sort of in the Nirvana table flip spot of taking that attention sort of off it. Yeah. Which then beats this metaphor to death. I don't even know what to call what 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 Chainsaw Man is here is it if it's like fucking was there ever a glam rock revival that was fucking awesome? Yeah, because it's it is I guess spooky. It, it does have horror influences certainly. Yeah. Like uh like all of these things like Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer and such. All of the um fucking uh Promise Neverland the manga. Oof. I'll put it this way. It'll probably resurge because there are seven original ideas in the fucking world and we just sort of run in loops. Uh-huh. Since stuff feels like it's on the decline, Chainsaw Man feels like the last fucking samurai of... Yeah, I, I, of I do this. wonder when the time comes that Spooky Shonen becomes kind of played out as it sort of has had the spotlight for, I don't know, the better part of the last five years. It's a good question. It's a good question. It'll be interesting to see what takes its place though probably more just aot phones whatever and what well, kaiju number eight is pretty big these days right kaiju number eight i don't know i think that's more of like a sort of like a sleeper hit kind of thing huh or finding flowers actually i'm not i haven't i haven't tracked how well it's doing the community that well but i haven't heard of it everywhere it, i've read it yeah i've it's not a perfect show it's so fascinating the way i like root for that thing and like when it gets little things better they're one or two characters that annoy me. Whatever. Well, no, it's like it's a, own review. It's like yeah, like it like having an idiot child who's yeah. like slowly becoming less so. I guess I just appreciate that that thing has, it has heart. Chainsaw Man also has heart. Just does enough good shit that I don't really bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes hard one really comes up when you're still working on some other basics, but uh. 
a little game I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. Something I thought would be fun. Okay. The way devils work in Chainsaw Man, yeah. again, we're, we're, two depths, we're two layers deep into spoiler zone, mm-hmm. is that devils are supposed to, you know, get stronger with human fear. Or, as we find out in the most fucking awesome way ever, the fear of devils. Yes. So we're thinking, what would be some other powerful devils that might be in this setting? Because, you know, the devil has, like, the arrow devil, the gun devil, the darkness devil, eternity devil, etc. I've got, like, at least two devils that I can think of. Hit me, motherfucker. Okay, so the first devil is the them devil. <laughs> them devil. <laughs> the them devil that gets uh, stronger every time Fox News airs an expose that more or less boils down to they're coming to get you. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely feels like one. Um, I was thinking how there'd be sort of petty devils like the pop quiz devil. To sure, the pop quiz devil... You would have you'd have a thing like the fucking neoliberalism devil. Neoliberalism devil. The Twitter devil would be a very powerful <laughs> devil. The Twitter, de- the Twitter devil. It's um, it's sort of phantasmal baby. They sort of cancel culture devil. <laughs> Take or maybe they cancel culture fiend. <laughs> that's a um, that's a two percenter for those of you who better go back, uh, read Chainsaw Man, and come back to appreciate that that joke is piquant. <laughs> Because somewhat good. I, I I got nervous. Question. From like the untold hundreds to thousands of years of just people running around in caves. There has to be like a rock devil, right? <laughs> like all those generations of just being afraid of like a rock or a saber-toothed tiger. Well, rock had to be a pretty popular instrument of murder. Probably... In fact, the most popular for several hundred of thousands of years running. Like, it would be hilarious if this thing's, like, parody of, like, the Bishonin man on leg crossed over on his throne is just, like, the rock devil or, like, the stubbing your toe when it gets infected devil. <laughs> the tooth infection leads to systemic uh, health failure devil. <laughs> that was a big one up until about 150 years, but not even 150 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, he, that's, um... <laughs> That's going to be our Thanos. <laughs> you thought flossing was a waste of your moment. I'm sorry. You thought the tuberculosis flo- devil. Tuberculosis. Yes, the TV devil. The, the TV. The, the the consumption devil. <laughs> the local woman being possessed by the devil. Devil. <laughs> <laughs> I think, unfortunately, I think the uh, glass ceiling devil's pretty tough these days. The satanic ritual abuse devil, mm-hmm. although less powerful these days. The but straight... it, no, because it was eaten by the QAnon devil. <laughs> Again, read Chainsaw Man, return to this who, beautiful like, episode. Who even in this universe, knowing that I live in this universe and not the universe of Chainsaw Man, I'm still not entirely convinced that the QAnon devil does not in fact exist. If he is real, I will take on the suicidal job of devil hunter. It'd be a worthy way to die, yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd feel good about dying like that. I'll just take all the shitty organ-eating packs. Like, future future devil, sign me the fuck up. I will, like, do it, do it. Fucking, fucking contract me dead. (laughs) Both arms. Take them. 
Take him. I'm gonna be the fucking Black Knight from Monty Python in this bitch. Oh, you know what kind of adds to this series atmosphere of like everyone is fucking on it? The thing that we were talking about, right? Everyone being like super on edge and really like, oh god, why do I have to live in this world? Yeah. People die a lot. Like this this yeah, show chainsaw, is manga is it's, it's a show now, you're still accurate. Yeah, I guess it's a show, yeah. Um is not even what I would describe as judicious in how many people it fucking kills pretty regularly. It's a fucking slaughterhouse out there. Like, people have been around for a while. People who you think are going to be around for longer. I really enjoyed that about it, and... Man, I just remember... I mean, these aren't characters I'm talking about here, but... Super specific spoil scene spoiler, I guess. We're just going deeper on the spoiler tree of this goes. I fucking love this comic, but mm-hmm. when the gun devil shows up again and it just has the names, the list of, of names. Oh, that does. was one of the better chapters. Yeah, that's so artfully done. And I'm just imagining someone on a forum. If you think about it, it's actually anti-gun control because if all these people were armed, they could have fought back <laughs> against the gun devil. An essay by. <laughs> Amadeus Vault well, 777. Everyone is capable of working themselves into a shoot, yeah. It's an impressive fucking skill. It's an impressive fucking skill. You just look at Ric Flair and say, I see a victim there. Lord. Alright, so we love you. We love doing the show. But there is a new season of Young Justice. Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta hit that. Yeah. That 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 dropped today. So I'm jumping right on that shit. Thank you for listening to Weeboo Hell. It's Weeboo Hell. Fuck 12. Fuck 12.